Hi, fellow listeners. Greetings to you all. And a happy new year to everybody. This is the first episode of my podcast. This year, we're going to talk about something very interesting, intriguing. And we're going to make this year's episodes on this podcast very, very, very interesting. A happy new year to you all. And I trust that we all had an amazing holiday and are warming up to our usual routines. This year, I'm hoping that all my cherished listeners take their health extra serious. We are back again after the long break from the festive season. It's good to have you all back once again. And despite the other episodes that are coming your way this season, I want to appreciate everybody for sticking with me from 2023 to 2023 it hasn't been an easy job it hasn't been an easy journey thank you so so very much to all those who have been sharing every link of my episodes oh god you are so 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 loved thank you so much this season we will center more on mental health there have been little or no education should i say and awareness about mental health or mental disorder but one thing people are not abreast with is that there are millions of people going through one disorder or the other, also caused by one thing or the other. In 2020, I remember the first episode that I spoke on was depression. I encourage everybody to go back and then listen to that episode and I promise you, you're going to love it. There's so many people that fail to recognize that they are going through some form of depression. So I entreat everybody to go back and listen to the very first episode I shared in 2020 on depression. In this episode, I'll be speaking on another interesting but serious mental health disorder. Guess what? I'll be speaking on post-traumatic stress disorder ptsd which is also taken serious unfortunately in our part of the world this might be the first time that somebody out there might be hearing post-traumatic stress syndrome this is also a type of mental disorder in a person so what actually is post-traumatic stress syndrome somebody might ask like i said this might be the first time somebody might be hearing ptsd so PTSD is a type of disorder characterized by failure to recover from experiencing or witnessing a terrifying, shocking, scary, or dangerous event. It is natural to feel afraid during and after a traumatic situation. That is quite normal. But what makes it unnormal? A situation whereby you become afraid. Anytime these fears or this um, anxiety prolongs, there's a possibility that you might be going through post-traumatic stress disorder. As I move you through this mental disorder, we talk about the signs, the symptoms, and some of the types. So I'll be sharing with you an experience from a friend who also experienced post-traumatic stress disorder after um, an accident that occurred. But before that, let us dive through what actually is this mental disorder. What is it all about? What constitutes it? And what are the types of post-traumatic stress disorder? Now, research says that PTSD have different types of symptoms, whereby these symptoms may start within one month of a traumatic event. But sometimes, symptoms may differ 
Research says that post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms may start within one month of traumatic event, but sometimes symptoms may not appear until years after the event. So people do not actually recognize or do not know how to pinpoint what exactly is wrong with them when they start to experience some of these symptoms, especially when it, uh, the symptoms start showing up after a year. There are a lot of symptoms of PTSD, but some common ones might one might experience may include flashbacks, they may include nightmares, severe anxieties, and as well as uncontrollable thoughts about the event. If the symptoms get worse or last for months or even years and interfere with your day-to-day functioning, then we can say that you might be suffering from PTSD. You might be wondering if PTSD symptoms are the same. They are not the same. Well, it depends on the person because there are some particular symptoms that one person might experience and another person might not experience the same. This is because PTSD are generally grouped into four types. We have the intrusive memories, we have avoidance, and we have negative changes in thinking and mood. And the last one we have is the changes in physical and emotional reactions. Now, let's take a look at the first type of the PTSD, which is the intrusive memories. I'll just walk you down the lane on some of the symptoms that you might pinpoint when you are suffering from any of the type of the PTSD, which is the intrusive memories, comes recurrent and unwanted distress memories of the traumatic event that you went through. Sometimes people suffering from PTSD also have this relieving traumatic event event as it keeps coming back something like a flashback some people may also be experiencing upsetting dreams or nightmares about a traumatic event that occurred and then also there are other people who also have this severe emotional distress or physical reactions to something that reminds them of uh, the traumatic event now let's take a look at the second type of um, ptsd which is avoidance there are some people that when they get involved in a certain traumatic event, the discussion on that particular event gets them frightened. So they don't actually want to talk about that incident at all. And they also try to avoid places or activities or people that reminds them of that traumatic event. People might have accidents on the road and then they try to avoid that road. People might lose their loved ones or they might uh, go through a situation whereby um, they get hurt probably at the pool or something. When this happens, these people try to avoid these places or people that remind them of this traumatic event. There are other symptoms that also comes with the second uh, type of um, PTSD, which is the avoidance. But then let's go to the third type of uh, PTSD, which is negative changes in thinking and mood. What are some of the symptoms under the third type of the PTSD? Now, the first uh, one we will talk about are negative thoughts about oneself or other people people sometimes feel hopeless about the future and then sometimes they have memory problems when these happen people tend to forget about important aspects of their traumatic event there are some people that when something happens to them and probably they are hospitalized or they are home or something you ask them so what happened at this incident they tend not to remember it's not their fault they might be suffering from ptsd at that point you don't actually have to force them to speak about the event. And then there are also difficulty maintaining close relationships. People also having this negative changes in thinking and mood. 
also feel detached from family and friends and they also lack interest in certain activities that they once enjoyed if they loved swimming they will not go swimming if they loved riding they will not go riding because they are going through some mental disorder that is breaking them down one way or the other and sometimes they also feel emotionally numbed let's talk about the fourth type of ptsd with a symptom that it comes with that is the changes in physical and emotional reactions some some of the symptoms that comes with changes in physical and emotional reactions that is for ptsd are being easily startled or frightened have you ever been with somebody that probably just a touch gets the person frightened sometimes those people get startled even if something falls on the ground these people might be suffering from not at all occasion but then there's possibility that they are suffering from ptsd especially if they have gone through some traumatic distress and also these people are always on guard for any form of danger they're always like is something going to happen are we going to experience another accident are we going to get this are we going to get that so these people are always on guard when it comes to any form of danger that will happen in the future and they are also self-destructive they develop this drinking habit just to get distracted from what they loved doing most or what is essential for them to do and these people also sometimes find it difficult to sleep let's say like an insomnia yeah and also find it very difficult concentrating very very little things or trivial issues get them irritated and angry they get aggressive like literally for nothing don't blame them they are going through a particular mental phase that they need help now somebody might think that all these symptoms might be attributed to only adults or people that are old no according to research children who are even six years old and even younger there's a possibility that they may also experience some of the symptoms that i spoke about earlier with children one common signs and symptoms that they may experience may include frightening dreams that may or may not include aspects of the traumatic event many people go through this particular disorder but may have little or no idea about it like i said earlier when i started a podcast there are so many people who are going through a lot there are so many people going through some mental disorder that they don't actually know they might not even know it's a mental disorder especially when it gets severe and it prolongs over a month they might think that it probably is just some mood swings or something but there are exceptionals if anybody around you or even you sometimes have suicidal thoughts kindly get help right away it's very 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 urgent see a professional see a doctor speak to a specialist speak to an expert speak to a psychologist anytime you're feeling anxious about something or you get worse or the feeling gets worse as time goes on because they may still come back to you one way or the other i hope this podcast was very educated and very very interesting and i hope that we are going to take our mental health serious just as we should this brings us to the end of today's episode on post traumatic stress disorder thank you so much for joining in in the first episode and please don't forget to share this podcast so let's take a lesson to an experience from a friend who also went through the same experience when she got involved in an accident and realized that she was suffering from ptsd let us take a lesson to her and i believe that her experience shared 
and some of the things that she might say may trigger or may encourage you to also seek help if you are going through anything of that sort or anything similar. Thank you so much. Let's take a lesson. I'm going to share an experience I've had. There was a time I was going to the gym. It was one of the days where I decided to get to the gym earlier than usual. So I drove out of my house and approaching the traffic light, it was green. So it meant I could go 300 meters to where I was going to. It was a U-turn. So 300 meters to where I was going to take my turn. I realized that there was a man trying to cross the road so I signaled him I honked several times several times but it seemed like his attention was not there so I kept honking and just when I was slowing down to stop the unfortunately the unfortunate happened his head hits my my side mirror and subsequently it hits my windscreen and he fell to the next car in our society, normally when there's an accident, you, you have people coming around to come and help, take pictures, you know, the, the usual stuff. But for that particular day, there was nobody and it felt like I was in a strange place. I froze. I froze because I felt very, very alone. I felt like there was nobody to help because he fell on someone's car. He fell and he was seated like on the floor, helpless. Personally, I felt like the person whose car he had fallen on, that driver would come down and then try to get him off his car because the light is also going to be green for him to go. But that didn't happen. And there was nobody. Everybody was just looking at him to see what I was going to do. Maybe I'll just speed off or something. But I had frozen so much. My brain just couldn't really process things at the time. Fortunately, a hawker put his things down and then came to my aid he helped me lift the man and then put him at the back of my car i drove him to the hospital and from the time i put him in the car because of the amount of blood that was oozing out from his head i i got frightened so i just started crying crying because i felt like i could have killed someone so i i managed to get the strength to drive him to the hospital i called my mom and she asked if I was able to drive him to the hospital. Then I said yes. Then she said, I'm going to be fine. Once I've driven him to the hospital, then everything is going to be okay. At the time, I felt like that wasn't what I wanted to hear. But the only thing my strength could do at the time was to continue crying. I picked up my phone again and I called my boyfriend because he was closer to where everything happened. And he came. He helped me go through all the hospital proceedings which also gave me some time to continue crying. So when I went back, I had to also call my boss and then tell her, this is the situation I find myself. I'm going to be absent from work today. Then she asked if I would need extra days. And I said, no, I'd come back to work tomorrow. So 
for that day i missed the gym i missed work and i missed any other meeting i was supposed to go through because i had to attend to this it cost a lot of money it cost a lot of time a lot of tears blood yeah so that happened and when i went to work everybody would be asking you what happened how it happened how you're feeling and the feedback you get isn't what you're expecting because they're going to, you're going to be hearing things like it happens to the best of people you're fine it wasn't your fault i even got that from the staff at the hospital everybody was blaming the man that was crossing but deep inside me there was some guilt from the fact that i could have killed a person and to be honest that wasn't a good feeling because at my age i felt like there's so much to achieve and death shouldn't be something that's going to be on my card so i felt very bad a colleague went through a similar experience and unfortunately for her the people that were involved lost their lives so hers was even more horrifying but at the time it felt like i understood her and she understood what i was going through so we sort of formed you know that's relationship where we're able to talk ourselves through our day like everything is going to be fine i understand what you're going through and i know this is not what you you want to hear but you, you have to keep trying then i realized i'm going to have to come out of this eventually because there were nights i couldn't sleep i didn't feel like talking to anybody even the people who were there for me i didn't feel like talking to them 